so. Nah, I don't think so. Holla ballers! And to all those of you who could tear yourselves away from the nightmare fuel that is Echo's first day of trying out Omega Ultimate. It has been an absolute joy and a wonderful cast that I had this morning with Mr. Spee and the beautiful OK Mage. Uh, they're very close. They're getting there. They're very, very close for the end of phase one. <laughs> the end of phase one. They're very, very close to getting to that point, which is wonderful. They will probably see the end of phase one in the not too distant future. And it should be uh, very exciting. Only six months. Uh, they have three weeks. They have three weeks. But if they really nail down phase one so they can walk through it, that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. It's been a hell of a day. Didn't get to stream our own channel because we were obviously uh, doing our casting this morning with Team Echo, which is why I got my Echo hoodie on. Uh, and uh, doing all those things. It was really fun. Very exciting. Uh, they solved things that we 100% did not expect them to and wiped on things that we didn't think they would. Everything that does happen with these kinds of things. And of course, this is, will be our final stream for five days. We will be... I am going to Bulgaria tomorrow uh, where I will not be partaking in the skiing, uh, which is where they're going. <sighs> and I will be staying away. <laughs> <laughs> I will be, I will have a go, but I am not risking any form of injury or anything like that happening. I do not need to be trying to stream here with my leg up uh, raised or my collarbone shattered, which I never even considered until Nups told me about it in our team meeting this afternoon, is that, oh yeah, when I went skiing, I shattered my collarbone. And that just gives me another fear of what can happen in the snowy slopes. So I will be uh, protecting myself and wearing a marshmallow outfit. I might break out the Dis Priest bubble costume the giant balloon that i own uh that can fit me inside it so i can be protected but should be a fun week i'm gonna be there for my wife's birthday it is our only vacation this year so it should be the last of any major disruptions outside of any events or anything that i uh, i go to and i will be the official bubble boy yes i will be the official bubble boy so we'll see out this week with a bang as uh, our wonderful wonderful vex I'm very curious about this tale that has been sent to me, which says, Mike, you should read this if you want to be like, ha 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 ha, and then cry. Uh, whether or not that means there's something really sad or somebody who really pisses me off in this uh, story, I don't know. But it is entitled The Most Wonderful Year. Uh, so you did use emotes uh, to try and talk to me about what this story involves. So, uh, huh. Uh, we shall see if I can get this window out of the way. Thank you very much, Mr. PC. The most wonderful year. See, how can this be sad? The most wonderful year. Oh, this sounds fantastic. This sounds really, really good. The most wonderful year that we need to deal with. Okay. So we've got Moist Hug. Yes. Moist Hug. Our stars from our website supporters will be here. Uh, Rillin. Oh, gosh. It's Damavand. Hmm. Are we punishing the Canadians now? We are going to punish the Canadians. That's what we're going to do. It should be fantastic. Let's punish Team Canada for their abject neutrality uh, and their, their horrors. All right. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Hello, Team PG. Hello. The story I bring to you takes place over the last year and a month. A year and a month. 13 months. And concludes 
After the party recently held at the Crawler's FC house. This story ends in sadness, and apparently this story ends at the Crawler's FC house. Hmm. Hmm. Is this Ross's fault in some way? Uh, it traverses a couple of games. It crosses into the real world. So I wish to take you on this ride. Yeah, I didn't do anything wrong at the party. I was good. So, we begin this tale in 2021. I worked as a self-employed archaeologist. Very nice. In Team England. And have found myself with a surplus of digital work to handle. What's digital archaeology? Does that mean scanning and recording things? Is that what that is? Digital archaeology. Uh, CAD work? Huh. I don't know. Hmm. My days consisted of waking up in the early morning, getting my work started for the day, having lunch, finishing work, and then playing FF14 or watching myself some Twitch to relax. Sounds good. At this time, I managed to catch a YouTube video of a bunch of people role-playing in a cowboy game. And with expensive... <laughs> cowboy role-play. Sounds pretty good. With extensive experience uh, in text-based roleplay from five years of it in World of Warcraft, I figured, this looks awesome. I love... Wait, you went to a cowboy MMO? You got sold on a cowboy MMO? This looks awesome. I love roleplay. Why not? Why not? Okay. I did some research, and I found out the game the folks played in, and within a month, I was a cowboy man. <laughs> Folks on the server took themselves very seriously to foster an immersive cowboy environment. But it was all adults. And of course, there was a lot of dick jokes. What is the cowboy MMO? I'm actually sur surprised. I don't know of a cowboy MMO. But there must be. Wild West Online? It could be Wild West Online. That's what I'm finding here. Wild West Online. Ram Ranch? That sounds like pawn. Okay. I'm guessing it's this. So I'm just going to bring up some images here. Let me make sure there's nothing not safe for work in here. Uh, yeah, this looks to be the one if we go over here. Okay, Cowboy Wild West Online. Uh, it looks a little like Red Dead. Slightly lower graphics, but it looks... It's a cowboy MMO. I would have thought this would be really popular. Looks like you ride around on your horse on horseback out in the, the wild west, shooting, rooting, tooting, doing all those kind of things. Okay, maybe that's worth a look. Maybe that's worth a look. I don't know. Maybe that's worth it. Worth a little gander in the future. Maybe we can go uh, cowboy riding squad. What do you think? <clears throat> maybe we could make that happen. <clears throat> I found the game. Folks took it very seriously, but there were adults and a lot of dick jokes. It was fun. Loads of fun. It was during this time that I met Rillin. We met by the side of a river. Fishing or cash fish to bulk sell to pay for the best guns and horses in the game. I won't lie, Preacher. Something about that slightly Southern American accent she was putting on did something for me. So, when I heard her fishing line break... I leapt at the opportunity and ran to get her some extra lures. Oh, girls love it when you bring them some extra fishing line. Oh, they do. Yeah. I always carry fishing line just in case. Just in case. Yeah. 
Gotta get in there. I'd later find out that her law hadn't broken at all and kept fishing whilst I was gone, but <laughs> she stopped when she saw me coming back for the trade. <laughs> what a gangster. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this guy's gonna give me free stuff. Yes. Nightmare. We spent some time fishing together, chatting, talking, doing all the stuff. All in character, of course, keeping that roleplay dream alive. Four hours passed by that river. We fit together like marmalade on toast, like ice on a hot summer's day, and it was amazing. But, of course, it was just in character, right? This isn't real. And that's how I thought it was. I maintained a safe distance out of character, not wishing to breach the boundary and cross over into the real world. Our peers sometimes call this melding, where you can't figure out where the character ends and you begin. Yet she reached out. She sent me a message complimenting me on my roleplay and thanking me for the time we spent together. I consider that an open door, my friends. An open door. An invite. I chatted with her more frequently and found out that we were relatively similar age. 24 for me, 25 for her. Over time, we went for a, from a spot of light banter flirting. But still keeping our distance to calling each other. We had an eight-hour time... Oh, no. An eight-hour time difference. But I had the luxury of choosing what time of day I woke up. So I started to make sure that I was on her schedule. That I was available according to Rillin's time zone. It wasn't instant. But a few months in, I was staying up till 5 a.m. in the morning and waking up at 4 p.m. a dude right it's so a dude it's a dude who's playing you for fishing laws right that's what's happening here you are getting you're getting catfished for actual fish that's what's happening you're getting catfished for actual fish we talked so much over that time and accepted that if this was going to be a thing if we're going to make this dream come true we needed to meet and find out the reality she made it abundantly clear that she was not going to be some e-girl. That wasn't what she was looking for. And another thing she also brought up with this all start is that she doesn't date casually. This is to find out if she wants to... She, she said, if we're to meet, this is to find out if she wants to spend the rest of her life with me. Wow. I mean... <laughs> That's a little uh, serious to get us started. Uh, how about dinner? How about that, right? How about dinner? Uh, I mean, how much can we find out on a first date, really? It seems like a long commitment for a first date. But I was not to be deterred. I went all in. Mm -hmm. I held nothing back after she had told me this and after i agreed we decided to set the date june 2022 that's when it would happen it was the longest most agonizing wait of my life yet during that time i managed to do what every rilling dreams of and it all began with a simple line 
Have you heard of the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV? I would talk passionately early on about the story of Shadowbringers. But she would say to me, That is a weeb game, mate. I don't care about spoilers. I'm not playing that fucking trashy weeb shit. And then it happened. Hey, baby. Rillin began one day in that sultry Southern American accent. What is that game called? Which one, I said. The critically acclaimed one, that one. Preach, Bex, Chris, Nups, Emma, Ben, all of your chat. If I hadn't already fallen in love, I would have then. She made herself an Ellison conjurer. Ellison? Dump. Nah. Nah. Pass. Hard pass. Ellison? Nah, I don't think so, man. Incredibly based. <laughs> don't trust. Red flag. I agree. Red flag. I was to be a Hure gunbreaker. Oh my god, an Ellison and a Hure? <laughs> an infamous tank healer couple we decided to be. <sighs> it was her first ever MMO. Oh, so the... What was the fucking cowboy thing then? Maybe we found the wrong game. And it was a rough start. Yet as time went on, she grew to love FF14. She loved the options, the variety. She fell in love with the story. FF14 was a perfect blend of role-playing and MMO that captivated our attention. We played endlessly. Finding our new love working together as a seamless unit that could pull off the biggest wall-to-walls without breaking a sweat. The wonders of just playing together in voice comms. Of course, it wasn't long before we had to make the ultimate commitment. The bond of eternal love. We decided in May our in-game wedding should be. She joked it was because the jumping puzzles were too much and I seemed to take pleasure in doing them. My magnets are running out that were covered in water. That's a surprise. For those of you who don't know, when you bond with another player, you get an eternity ring, which allows you a free teleport to them every so often. I'll show you two screenshots of our majestic wedding. Oh, gosh. All right, here we go. Look at this. Okay, we've got the pinky lilac hair. We've got some matching outfits going on. We've got that sinister goatee that tells people that you're probably also a magician. And we've got some Emmett Selk hair. We've got the whole combo wombo here. Oh, what a beautiful day for a wedding. Suited and booted. Mm. Actually playing a male character. Respect. <laughs> respect that man. Big respect. <clears throat> the IRL date in June was rapidly approaching. We'd talk endlessly about what we wanted, what we could do together. Never straying too far, but making it clear that we both understood we could get along like a house on fire here. But in person? Maybe it'd be different. When we saw each other in the real world, something could shift or change. The magic might be dispelled. Agreements were made. If we didn't like each other in the real world, there would be no hard feelings. We'd go our separate ways under the proviso that we tried and we failed. 
a safety net was put in place, but also a promise to each other. If all went well, if in the real world we were like as we were in game, after one week in England, I would go to the USA for two weeks. I would go back with her. And then the date arrived. It happened. We met. She was more beautiful than the pictures. And I remember being so anxious I didn't even know what to do. She initiated the hug and would then take my hand on the train down to the hotel. It was an exceptional three weeks. But all good things must come to an end. I cried. I cried in her arms the final night I was in the US. Only stopping when I saw her welling up as well. There's something to know about Rillin. She's not the most emotional person. She's never the type of person to excitedly shout and scream, throw her arms around you and cry. Her love language was small, delicate touches. All her small, delicate touches to me felt like the most passionate of embraces. I left Rillin's home thinking, Damavand, a close friend, was moving in soon. We were under the impression that she'd move in the start of July. She didn't. After I'd gone, I found out I could have stayed for two more weeks. I was pissed. But it's fine. We'd agreed that we would meet again at Christmas. And it seemed so far away. And there was a Comic-Con coming up. She was going and said, Moist hug. I would love it if you would come with me. So I booked a ticket immediately to get back there. Zero pause in my decision making. A a Renaissance Fair followed by a Comic-Con with her working during the week. It was a bit of a toll. We wanted to spend time, do things together. But all the while, she'd come home from work every day exhausted. I'd do everything I could to make her life easier. Bed, I made it. Washing, I did it. I dried it. I folded it. I put it away. The cats, I fed them. I made her life as easy as it could be. But regardless, on the last night, I wept again. She held me. She took me to the airport the next day and we hugged in the car. I was home again back in the UK and we were back to Final Fantasy XIV. Between the trips, we talked at length of what we could do to close this gap. How can we stop this? It all came down to work or get married. But with no extended period of time truly living together, the latter seemed like irresponsible. To be fair... They do realize moving in immediately may be a bad move. It's irresponsible. It's a little reckless. Needs more time, but they are on the other side of the planet. We held off on going the emergency route of marriage. Yet that didn't stop us both ordering our wedding rings in October. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're not getting married. That would be crazy. I'm not doing that. But we will buy the rings, though. We'll buy the rings. No, I don't commit. And then I went to the US again for a full week. She had had a week off. So I came over the Friday before and left the Monday after. A full week to ourselves and the roommate, Damavand, in mid-late November. And it was the best. We came out the other side stronger. This is going to end so badly. Stronger, closer. 
with talks of maybe doing a month or two month long trip in the future after clearing it with Damavand. Why has Damavand got anything to do with it? Because she lives there? Aren't you sharing a bed? I feel like Damavan's gonna fuck this up. Right? This roommate's name keeps popping up, but why would the roommate matter? Hmm. Hmm. He could contribute towards the rent, right? That's fine. Unless Damavan doesn't like him. That's a problem. Okay. Let's see where this goes. I think it's a red herring, maybe. <clears throat> December arrived and things took a turn for me. With all the issues we had with trains over the holidays and public transport, we'd already agreed to spend some time over Christmas together, and once again, I was preparing to travel. Instead of traveling on the same day as my flight, I took a train up to London and spent two nights in a hotel near the airport. I was alone Christmas Day and it was lonely. She called me for a chat but was visiting a cousin's place and seeing family as people do at Christmas. On the 26th of December, 3 a.m. in the morning, I checked my flight app since I couldn't sleep and had just seen a Reddit post of someone complaining that their flight got cancelled. Including mine. It had been delayed by a day. I packed all my shit double-checked the room and took the first bus into the airport. I managed to nab a seat on an earlier flight and was three hours early. I let her know what was going on throughout the whole process. Saved? Saved? Not an F just yet. Saved. I landed in the USA and normally going through customs, I tended to get all manner of weird American questions. Who are you? How long are you staying? Why were you here previously? Is you a terrorist? How long did you stay for last time? Is you a terrorist though? So I'd message saying I was still likely an hour or two out. I got up to the customs desk. Moist hug. Is that your name? Yes. Alright, go on. I was so excited, but they ushered me along, but she wasn't waiting. I knew that. She wasn't there. Her car had issues and she didn't want to risk the icy road, so I called myself an Uber. I arrived at her apartment with no warning of my early arrival. <sighs> There's no way this girl is fucking someone else two hours before you arrive. The On, Christ on Boxing Day. On the day after Christmas. There is no way... This girl is fucking someone else. Oh, she's married. Dame Van's a husband. Oh, okay, that fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that's what it is. Dame Van's the husband, and Dame Van is on work trips or something when she's scheduling these meetings. Bummer. Bummer. Well, no, because his flight was delayed, so that wouldn't add up. No, he was supposed to be there the day before. Oh, uh, no, he wasn't actually, because he caught an earlier flight. Okay. I knocked on the door. She answered. And immediately she said, Why are you so early though? To say the Christmas trip was a little rougher would be accurate, but up until this point, as many folks know, all relationships have their ups and downs. We talk about all our problems and deal with them together like a strong, healthy couple. 
We'd already had serious conversations earlier in the year about expectations, our life goals together, and what we'd actually do. But things went well. On the last night, as always, I felt the emotion swelling up, and then she turned to me and said, I can't deal with this right now, though. I'm tired, and I'm not well. Okay. <laughs> Bye, then. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. What? I'm going home. <laughs> so I held it in. I held it in until she went to work the next morning and then let it out alone. Then I packed and went to the airport in a taxi. I'll be honest. When I got home, I felt like everything was fine. I was a little tired, a little ill on the last day, but whatever. We were back doing normal things, FF14, and had a frank discussion that I couldn't maintain this current lifestyle of traveling. I had spent all of my savings visiting her in the US. We agreed then two trips for both of us could work, scattered throughout the year. Things were tight for me, but I'd set up a backup bank account in October when I realized what was happening. By this point, I had enough money for another trip. I figured she probably has been planning the same thing. No. Why would she, though? To be fair, right? You keep going over there. You should have said, you come over here. Tip, you should have gone back and forward, right? Back and forward, back and forward would have been the play. <clears throat> While we were planning this, she bought herself a brand new car. <laughs> to be fair, her old one was ready to be taken out back like old Yeller, but she didn't get a cheap one. She got a really pricey one. She said it was an impulse purchase. All the while, I was doing my best to support her. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what do you mean? What do you mean you were support? Were you sending money over? And she bought a car? Wait, wait, wait. You never mentioned any of this. What do you mean? All the while, I was doing my best to support her. What does that mean? Let's keep going. This is getting... Okay, I can see how my expression is changing now, Bex. I'm starting to get a little sad. She had told me early when we met about past relationships and how they had left her feeling subhuman. And I was determined to show her that actual love and affection was not just about sex. Bro, bro are you guys not having sex, though? Haven't you spent, like, months there now? Huh. I mean, maybe I'm like a caveman or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> I'll accept my caveman ways, but if we've been together for months and we're talking for like a year, <laughs> I would send her flowers that were her favorite color. I would do thoughtful deeds, traveling all over the world when she'd send me a link to a cheap flight and a winky face. Before I would leave her home, I would leave notes scattered around. I would leave something by the mirror. You look amazing. If I leave a note in her work bag, have a, a work bag, have a great day at work. Oh, I've never done that for my wife. But then again, I'm the kind of guy who won't pay for a Ronan Keaton cameo. So there it is. <laughs> there it is. We had a discussion late January. 
Rillin felt pulled between myself and Damavand. You have not left in some... Who is Damavand? Damavand's a roommate, right? Is she fucking her roommate? What's going... I need some... What the fuck? So I did what I always did. I told her to do what anyone should do. Take time for herself. Set boundaries with both of us because that was evidently what she needed. What is going on? I can't figure this out. Is Dave Vanda roommate or her boyfriend? And you go and stay there while her boyfriend fucks off somewhere else. And like fucking do all her laundry. And then you go home crying. What's going on? You turn up, you feed the cats, and then you go home again? What is happening here? I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know. Arthur is in chat. I need answers. I'm so confused. Who is this Damavand? <clears throat> okay. Well, it's all right. I'm sure we'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll figure it out. I'll gladly go on record and say we talked practically every day of the week. Hopping on voice and playing whatever game struck our fancy. So that's what we did. She had her space from me. I would be up at 3 a.m. in the morning, realizing all my friends, all the people I'd played with before, were all sleeping, of course. Dame of is her roommate. Oh, the author's in chat. Okay, Bex, I don't know whether you could do the DM. Dame of a roommate. What the fuck does your roommate have to, uh, of this roommate? Let's get some answers. We've got a live author. What does the roommate have to do with your relationship? I'm so confused why the roommate has any say in this relationship. What's what's the deal? I'm so baffled as to why a roommate has anything to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> I really want to know. It's just one room? Oh. What? It's a roommate who shares a bed. Is it So is it in a pricey area or something? Is this like San Francisco talking or something? He said I could let you know who he is. Okay. All right. Can you get the answer for us? Because we, we deeply need to know. Small apartment, two bedrooms, not very thick walls. Yeah, but your wording here is really felt pulled between you and Damavand. What does that mean? Because that gives the impression that Rillin is with Damavand. Or something like that. All right, we'll read on while we get some answers. We'll read on. Okay, I was up at 3 a.m. and all my friends had gone to sleep. As we approach the end, we get closer and closer to the crawler's party. It was amazing. Wonderful music. The three of us went together. Okay, so Damavan's a gamer as well. At one point, Rillin and I snuck off to the bathrooms to do things in the crawler's toilets. All right. Honestly, what the crawler's doing there is way worse. Sorry, smiley face. Okay. <laughs> there, were, there were things going on all the way through that. <laughs> yeah. There was things going on in those toilets. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't? Okay. I was done with the party around midnight and decided to chill out. Take some time for myself. We sent some texts to each other and I, and I proposed to read to her that night to help her sleep, as I'd done a few times before. 
Beep, beep. I saw a message come up in Discord. Can we call for a bit? She is this girl left you at the crawler's party for Ross. This can't be where this story's going. I know this is whatever's about to happen is really sad for you and you're in the chat, but I just hope and pray that some Giga Chad crawler did not take your girlfriend because <laughs> I just don't want that to happen. Okay, let's read on. <clears throat> of course. I called her without hesitation. Thinking she was ready for bed or something had happened. Hey, what's the matter, Rillin? So we need to break up. She started to cry. I didn't. Nice. Heart turned to stone immediately. Like a man. Yeah? Instantly got you back up and you felt aggressive. I like it. The conversation progressed slowly. And through tears, I picked out a few things, but... To avoid leading you all on another story of misunderstandings and confusion. She said she had found herself over the past year. The distance had been good for her. And she had come to a conclusion. I don't need a man's validation to feel complete. I'm proud of who I am. I don't know how to respond to that. I, I, I honestly, I think I, I, I genuinely mean this from the bottom of my heart. I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. I'm not trying to be funny. If Emma said we needed a divorce because she's found herself and she doesn't need a man's validation to feel complete, I'm proud of who I am. I think my only response would be, okay. Because I do not know how to respond to that. That statement is too much. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I kind of think that's... Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can we expand on this a little bit? I don't know what this means. Like, being in a relationship is... I don't know. <laughs> really thanked me. Oh, God, like, shook hands. Thank you. Appreciate it. She said she still loves and cares about me. And she wouldn't have found this newfound love of herself without me loving her. What the fuck is this? But she couldn't see a future with me. Okay, that's all right. And she couldn't return the love and care that I gave her. She wasn't even sure if she wanted a future with anyone. That's fair. Okay, the last part is fair. The other stuff, I don't know. I mean, you were barely together, right? You saw each other, what, like three times a year? Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> that's where we are now. She disappeared. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Really just moved on. <clears throat> and in hindsight, there were already signs she checked out by late December. I'm struggling with myself and often wake up from dreams of a better time. I found love and support from friends who I haven't talked to in months and my family who were always supportive of us. Thank you for taking the time to read listen to this story. The lesson I suggest you take away is a simple one. Don't give everything you have or you have nothing left for yourself. Yes, that's good advice all the time. Don't give everything up. Ever. Like, don't do that. That's, that's, that's not do that. That's not do that. I hope you feel better, but she was pretty honest, if not confusing. It feels a little, I don't, you said she was like 25. It feels a little, I'm 14 and this is deep. Because uh, that feels like a comment I would, like, like that feels like a, par a paragraph I would read or, or listen to on some sort of, uh, like, OC, Dawson's Creek type stuff. Uh, that's, I don't know. I've never been one with that stuff, so I don't understand it. But... Yeah, don't give everything up. 
That's crazy. And I feel like the crawlers are partially responsible. So on behalf of the crawlers, don't bring your girls to the crawler party. None of you should do that. That's what I'm going to say. That's where I'm going to put it. It's like, never, never bring your girlfriends to the crawler party. Because... <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, girls are welcome. Just don't bring your girlfriends. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. Don't do that. I've ordered hostages gone. Well, we do hope. Genuinely, we hope you feel better. And I'm sure uh, something will, someone will come along soon. Oh, ideally, in this part of the world would be an ideal scenario for us. Uh, that would be good. But uh, yeah, don't just, uh, empty your bank accounts and stuff. That's that's a bad plan. That is a bad plan. Let's not do that. Uh, oh, okay. The Drama Time audience convinces an FF player to try WoW. <laughs> when did we do? Oh, yeah, with Dragonflight, I suppose. Uh, Dragonflight's a good way to come in. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. Dragonflight is fine. Okay. If this ends horribly, that's not my fault, right? Is it Svee? I don't know. I did talk to Svee about my little, uh, maybe little passion project. Um, about getting a bunch of us MMO streamers together to go and tackle an MMO we've not played. And thankfully, Svee has not played, like, anything other than FF and WoW. Uh... So watch this space on that one. Watch this space. There's plenty of uh, these MMO gamers who've never investigated something. I think I think that'd be really fun. Is a load of blind but MMO players all go on a journey. Uh, all right, no names for this one. It looks like. Uh, so let's put this here. Da da da. And yes, for any of us who are uh, anybody late joining, uh, there will be no drama time next week because I'm in Bulgaria uh, for my wife's birthday. We will be back the following week, so no worries. Uh, okay. Hey, Preach, and your awesome chat. I think this ends well. You're not being described as the worst people who ever existed. So I think we're all right, team. Uh, I think you guys, uh, with this, this probably ends well. <clears throat> Greetings from La Belle province of Quebec. Uh, French Canadian, right? La Belle, yeah. Yeah, it will be. La Belle province of Quebec. Hello, you hoser. Good afternoon. Thank you for all you do for the community. Oh, thank you. I know you and your audience often enjoy seeing WoW through the eyes of new players. And you guys have sent me there. Stop saying it like that. Like we've sent you to Torghast or something. <laughs> so I'm going to share my tale with you of the adventure I went on following drama time. It was really drama that got you to try WoW, because we don't share generally the light-hearted fun stories of World of Warcraft on drama time, but sure. I first came across your channel from FF14, as FF14 has been my MMO of choice for a couple of years. I had never even touched World of Warcraft. I enjoyed your FF14 playthroughs, and naturally, I ended up joining in for drama time. Hello. Although much of drama time is around WoW, as you say, though, players are players. And do stupid stuff to create drama, whether it's FF14, World of Warcraft, or anything else where they interact with human beings. That's correct. The love you and your audience have for WoW does come across in drama time. Okay. And the more I listened to it, the more intrigued I became. Who is this Lich King? Why is he so madge? 
Who wins the battle for Azeroth? Nobody. Nobody won the battle for Azeroth. Nobody. It was just war on all fronts. Bobby Kotick? Even Bobby didn't win. <laughs> Nobody won. <laughs> what is the secret of the Mists of Pandaria? And what is the deal with this character Sylvanas that makes everybody Keck W? <laughs> oh, I should point out, we have today decided what PreachCon 2023 looks like. We kind of know the dates. We're confirming our venues. We will announce and get things for you as soon as possible. Uh, but... In fact, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else. I want to, but I'm not. I'm not. It will be in the UK. It will be in the UK. <clears throat> okay. Eventually, a couple of weeks ago, I gave in to my curiosity. I made myself a Battle.net account and downloaded the trial version of World of Warcraft. While it was downloading, I started to do the research. I checked classes to decide what my very first WoW character was going to be. Let's see if your chat can guess it. In FF14, I main a Sage. For those in your audience that are not familiar with FF14 Sage, it's a healer class who heals by doing damage. Okay. So yeah, the, the Disc Priest is the obvious choice. That's kind of rough for a first character, I would say. Uh, Dispriest is not the easiest to pick up first time. But I actually, saying that, coming from FF14, Dispriest probably isn't too bad. A fresh player would struggle with Dispriest. An FF14 healer probably would not. Uh, yeah, you'd probably be okay, actually. The basic playstyle is to kind of, to put your cardio buff on the tank to ensure he or she is healed while you do damage. Rotate your group mitts like a tank and then go pew 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 to wreck stuff with your lasers to heal the tank while using G zero GCDs to top him or other party member is needed. I play my sage in all levels of content, doing extremes and savage, so I am very, very comfortable with it. This is a play style I really love. So naturally, once I was in World of Warcraft, I need a race combo here, guys. That's what I need from you. I need a race combo. What race did a Final Fantasy XIV Sage player go with? I made my female dwarf dispriest. That's disgusting. That is gross. Absolutely fucking gross. Jesus Christ. People had, like, people were forced to play that in vanilla. Like a torture, like a punishment. La la main. Can't you be a goblin priest now? Didn't they? Uh, can't you be a gnome priest? I think they did that, right? You could be a gnome priest. I can't remember now. I don't play alliance. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if it was la la, you'd be the gnome, right? <sighs> All right, we've got a female dwarf priest. I've got to say, your social credit score in the toilet already. I leveled in the new Exiles Reach, which was fun. Once I got over keyboard turning. Ooh! And I quickly got into the Dispriest playstyle. Especially once I got Atonement. There was a little... The, <laughs> there was little the Overworld could throw at my beautiful dwarf that she couldn't handle. Gross. 
That's disgusting. I know, I know. It's a very low barrier to clear. But still, I was having a lot of fun. Dude, I wish I could go back and play WoW for the first time again. I would have the best time. It'd be so cool. My one disappointment was that in the tutorial dungeon, I wasn't allowed to heal. That role was taken by some scumfuck Henry the NPC. <laughs> what a scumbag. Anyway, as the game forced me to do, I had to level in BFA and continued to enjoy it to the extent that I paid for the subscription to World of Warcraft and bought the Dragonflight expansion with a cute cat mount. Eventually, a quest popped up. Go to Freehold and kill Harlan Sweet. This was... Oh my god, I never even considered this. My very first World of Warcraft dungeon. Jesus Christ, you're right. If you play now, your first ever dungeon is Freehold? Huh. I'd never even considered that's what would happen. That's, that's, that's weird. Huh. I don't, it's not too bad, right? I mean, I, I mean, I, we obviously benefited from the, the turbo shit dungeons like Ragefire Chasm and uh, Dead Mines and stuff. Which is definitely worse than Freehold. Like, Freehold normal, that's okay. But, oh god, no, I bet people turbo pull in there, don't they? I bet that's a horrible experience, actually. I bet the tank just zones in and just fucks off and you don't know where you are, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's got to be actually awful. Yeah, thinking about it. It could be really good if people played that dungeon normally, but they're not going to do that. Wait, he's level 19. So it's all scaling stuff, right? Uh, BFA dungeons are super overtuned as well. Yeah, so he's a level 19 player in Freehold. Gross. That sounds horrible. At this point, my priest was level 19 and had an item level of about 12. <laughs> I watched some videos to prepare and read some guides. And I was very anxious as a lot of guides pointed out how bad the WoW community is. <sighs> uh... <laughs> uh. At least you've got some MMO experience under your belt. You're probably not going to play like ass. You're probably going to be okay. <sighs> and at least in some ways, let's say, less forgiving than the FF14 community. Okay. I feel so sorry for you. I really do. This is going to be gross. I joined the group finder. And sure enough, a few minutes later, my dungeon popped. It did not go well. Okay, I don't know what happens next. This is not your fault. It is not your fault. They should be fine, even with a semi-shit healer. They should be fine. I imagine... All I can picture is the tank pulled, like, everything and was trying to AoE everything down, got himself killed, the mobs ran off and killed everybody else, and you were just like, where am I? All these pirates here. <clears throat> okay. I think I need to test this. 
Genuinely, I think I need to test this out and see what it's like. I might rock a disc priest up to what do you need? Level 19? That's pretty easy. And go and see what it's like. Yeah, I think I need to test that. We'll do that. We'll plan that for when I get back from Bulgaria. Undercover preach. Well, we'll just make a little character and go see what happens. Okay. There were six wipes. We swapped through five people, which I had never seen happen in Final Fantasy. It's his first dungeon. <laughs> There's more players in his first WoW dungeon than he's seen in a Final Fantasy group in years. <laughs> Uh, uh, fuck me uh, we barely killed the first boss i left the group and logged out of wow blizzard if anybody from blizzard's watching and enjoys drama time you've got to fix this you can't have this be a new player experience it's just the worst there's gotta be it should pair you with new players or something there has to... I, I think people would prefer a longer queue with legitimate characters. Honestly, I really do think they would. <sighs> I immediately logged back onto FF14 and did Sastasha with my Sage to make me feel better. <laughs> in all fairness, nobody even spoke in the dungeon. Nobody asked about my performance. No one said a word. They didn't even say hi when I joined the dungeon. Oh, you poor sweet innocent child. Don't you know that normal freehold is basically a mythic plus 20 and it will be treated as such. Okay. I am checking your IO score the moment you zone in. I don't care if you're level 19. You better have 3k or you do not belong. That is just the way it has to be. But I was not to be deterred because of all the stories you have told on Drama Time. <laughs> the next day, I came back to WoW and carried on my leveling. Maybe at level 19, I was probably missing some spells. And my item level didn't give me enough oomph to keep people alive. So, I leveled to 25, got myself some new items... And tried again. The same thing happened. We could not kill beyond the first boss. And so I quit the instance. How are these... Okay, I need somebody who's experienced this. Why can't they kill the first boss of Freehold Normal? Because in my mind, I can solo that boss on every character in Normal. What's going on? Are they getting hit by the parrot or something? It's a scaling problem. Okay, all right. So this is for our audio listeners. Remember, you can get uh, Drama Time on Spotify and Apple and Google Music. All right, there's a post here from Blizzard. Battle for Azeroth level up dungeons currently are too difficult. This is from six days ago. Oh, shit. How long has it been like this? Because they rejigged this, the leveling, like, I feel like two years ago. For three years? Along with players who reported this, we found a bug causing enemies in Battle for Azeroth dungeons to scale well beyond their intended difficulty. With scheduled Realm Maintenance on Tuesday, remember this is from six days ago, we will deploy a fix for the bug and the difficulty of the affected dungeons should become very similar to that of the Chromie Time leveling dungeons. Wait, so it was just the new player ones? Are they separate from the people... Yes? 
three years and new players were dealing with this? I had no idea. I had no fucking... The rest works perfectly. That is... Holy shit. The story was sent in in February. Okay. Oh my god. To everyone who reported the state of BFA Dungeons, thank you very much. Oh, they... Okay, I had no idea. I would have absolutely asked Blizzard about this. Like, that's that's insane. They put new players through that for three years. Jesus Christ. I need, I need to look into this. This is wacky. Echo saw phase two. Nice checkpoint. Nice checkpoint game. <laughs> I bet Roger just cried. Oh, God. I left the dungeon immediately. Feeling discouraged, I started leveling again to 30 so I could try again. <sighs> On the third try of trying to do freehold normal, it went a little better. With atonement and holy, the trash packs were more comfortable, and we made it to the third boss, Harlan Sweet. To complete the quest that had been in my log for 11 levels. Our pull on Harlan lasted 20 seconds. The party just evaporated like Thanos had clicked his fingers. What made it worse. This was the first time people started talking about my healing. Eventually after the tank and I died. The three DPS killed the boss on their own and finished the dungeon. Quest complete. That's a W. Chalk it up, baby. Chalk it up on the board. That's a W. We got the quest complete. Fuck all y'all. I'm out of here. Bye. Peace. Commend my ass. That's what you need. I thanked everyone for helping me. Made my apologies and left the instance. Still feeling discouraged. Okay. Fuck all y'all. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. But it's not as you probably think. A short time later, I received a message in the pink from one of the DPS in that dungeon, encouraging me, telling me not to worry about it. Everyone was new once and to keep at it. Preach. This message restored my faith in the WoW community. It encouraged me to keep trying, to keep going. In retrospect, this priest was probably not ideal for a first-time player. Not something I would recommend, no. <laughs> but you had sage experience, you get the idea. Or a healer. It requires some proactive knowledge of the fight and damage spikes to prepare effectively. While I certainly... I don't know what spells you have at, like, level 30. Do you even have Shadow Mend? Well, if you got, like, Penance and Flash Heal, is that, like... You have Atonement, but <laughs> I guess you have Smite. While I certainly continue my Dispriest for Overworld and leveling... I'm thinking I might bite the bullet and go holy. Yes. Do that. You'll have a way easier time on a holy priest for a new player. Way easier. Health go down. Health go up with holy priest. Pretty simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff. Health go down. Health go up. Health go down. Health go up. Nice and easy. I think I will respect the holy priest my dungeons. As I'm understanding it's more reactive. Preach. I want to thank you and your audience. You gave me a new MMO to learn, a new journey to go on. 
and it isn't even as toxic as I thought it would be. <laughs> Keep it up, you lot, and take care. Please update us, because it seems you got butt-fucked <laughs> yet. Okay, it seems you kind of got butt-fucked uh, by uh, a bad thing Blizzard did for three years. Uh, and then they fixed it. So you should be okay. Yes, we need updates. Because I imagine maybe when you got to the rest of the dungeons, you got everything was like, oh, this isn't that bad, actually. This isn't that bad. And Dispriest, stick with it. I think if you've learned the basics, you'll probably be all right with Dispriest. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be on a plane in a few hours. Um, and then we're going to be back with our ever steamrolling Project MMO that is going so well. Savage Boss defeated this week. We did that. First strike raid boss in Guild Wars 2. Defeated. Blind. All the way. Doing it proper. Doing it fresh. And enjoying every second of it. And of course, Destiny 2's raid expansion uh, expansion is coming up as well. And the crawlers will infest. We will 